Hello, and welcome to Cubicle Confidential, weekly advice for the working stiff. I'm Chris DeSantis, and let me introduce my co-host, starting with Els, the lovely, the ever-so-likable, and the never-lackadaisical Mary Abijay. Well, hello, everybody. Yes, it is true. I am the lovely Mary Abijay, and it would be my honor to introduce you all to my co-host, the learned, the level-headed, and the legendary Chris DeSantis. <laughs> and legendary not only in your own mind, but I think in the minds of all 50 of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah, legendary. There's legendary. A, there's, a, there's a phrase. That's yeah. a great phrase. Well, now that you're a very famous published author, you are legendary. Yes. And you are on podcasts like crazy all over the place. Yeah, I've been having a run of podcasts. In fact, each time I do a podcast, I plug our podcast. Well, there you so go. So I'm hoping that we get something from the podcast podcast. I love that. I love that you're thinking about the shameless self-promotion. Well done. Oh, well yeah. done, oh, Chris yeah. I always bring your name up, too. Oh, always my gosh. Like. I love you. Nah, I, you are really the lovely one. So, Chris, what <laughs> is our story today? Well, uh, this show's a little bit off because uh, uh, we're not answering questions about recognition per se. We're answering questions about recognition uh, that uh, you shouldn't do or that didn't work. Recognition misfires, as it were. Oh, so. I love it. So this is going to be about people who do a bad job recognizing other people? Yes. Uh, that, yes. I think that's the, 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 I would say that's the direction our questions were taking. I, although uh, I should go back to you though, because you have a consulting I, firm and you have people that work for you. Do you have a, do you have any kind of formal recognition program? Or? I, I do. But before we get there, Chris, I have some recognition for you. Oh, what's that? Oh, what well, we, we got a really nice note from a, a listener whose question we answered a couple of shows back. Do you remember uh, it was she was mismatch in Michigan? Oh yeah, yeah, mismatch. Mismatch took uh, had a, a a job at a corporation of some kind, and then she she was feeling she had some kind of burnout, and then she got an offer from a startup which she took, and she was not happy at that startup because they were not as they were not leveraging her if yeah. i remember correctly. And i were, think it was it turned out to be a toxic crazy place so anyway yeah, we right. we gave her some advice and uh -huh. guess what she said so she sent me a little note last week on linkedin and it said <laughs> i hope it's good news oh well i think you'll like this it says hi mary i listened to quote unquote my episode last week I feel famous, she says, and wanted to say thank you to you and Chris for your kind words and to give you both an update on my job situation. I'm excited to say that I'm starting a new job next month. I've really enjoyed listening to your and Chris's podcast each week as I've been navigating these changes, and I'm really grateful for your thoughts and advice. I know you and Chris have talked about burnout and work-life balance, but I'd love to see an episode on setting boundaries with work at work, especially with the demanding boss. Not a bad idea, mm. mismatch. Hope you and Chris are doing well and enjoying taping Cubicle Confidential as much as I enjoy listening to it. Signed, Mismatch in Michigan. Wow, that's a, such a nice look. Thank you, Mismatch. That's great. 51. We're up to 51. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nice piece of recognition. I yes. love it when people, not just with this podcast, but whenever you give someone advice or you you help them out in some way for them to come back and say thank you and recognize the effort. So Mismatch, you're our favorite. And I think that's a great idea about doing a show about boundaries. 
Oh, no, I think that's a really good idea. And in fact, what's interesting about this is the recognition we're talking about from her is verbal. And the questions here lean not on verbal recognition, but rather objects. Objects, yeah. And so back to your question about my consulting firm and do we have any formal recognition uh, programs? Well, we don't really have any formal anything about my organization. There's really nothing (laughs) formal about any of us. Uh, However, there are a couple of things that we do or I do, uh, either do for my team or we do as for as a as a group. Um, one is that we every week we do what's called weekly wins. So we start mm. off our team meeting talking about uh, weekly wins. And this is a chance for everybody to not only announce their weekly wins, like here's what I'm really proud of that I did this week so that we all know it, but we mm-hmm. also share with each other things that we're grateful or recognize other people for. So I take that opportunity as the boss to really highlight people as well. Like if they tried to gloss over something that was important, I'll say, no, 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 no. That proposal you wrote, like, that proposal, that was a big winner. So I'll make sure that they get some public recognition. Uh, I give nice annual bonuses, which my Yay. husband keeps saying I'm overly generous. But you know, for me, that's my love language, money. Uh, and sometimes I'll do uh, gifts or spot bonuses. Like, so example, if someone did something really well, I'll send them like a $100 gift card. Or oh. if they're going on vacation, I'll Venmo them a little bit of cash, things like that. And so we generally try to have just a culture of appreciation. So nothing really formal, but it is kind of part of of the uh, of the water that we drink, the air that we breathe, sort of the the feel of our company. I, I like the whole because to- the tonality really is about being generous. Uh, you know, being. Ge- I think that I. That's how you want to be described in an obituary, you know right. what I'm saying? You just want to be described as a generous soul. I think that's great. I, I know. Here's a question: Do they compare your generosity to each other? And that would be a question for them. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering. But you know, they are really lovely about telling me that I am generous. So I appreciate that. So, you know, it's nice to get recognized for when you're recognizing others. Right. <laughs> like right. Mutual recognition <laughs> society. So, yeah. Do they give you a gift card? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. So we do give gifts and I tell them every year, uh, for birthday or Christmas, I'm like, you guys, you're not supposed to give me gifts. Don't give me any gifts. But I'm also really clear about if you have to give me a gift, and believe me, you don't have to, but you you must give me something consumable uh, because mm. I am at a certain age where I don't want stuff. I don't right. want things. You know, a simple bottle of wine is fine. A simple, you know, gift card for a cheesecake, like something small, small, uh, but nothing that is going to be, and no more physical objects. I don't need any more of those. Oh, that's uh, that's good. I think that's reasonable. That make you know, you've given them categories. See, that's all the problem I've always had with giving gifts. I like the gifts that they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I, if I if I oh, don't get me anything. That's never helpful. Yeah, it's never helpful. And never I think helpful. I know we're going to talk about it because gift giving is part of re- recognition in some ways. You know, I think it's yeah. important that you want to give gifts or you want to recognize people in the way that they, they want to be recognized, right? And gifts that are things that they would want, not necessarily things that you would want. Well, I remember I was I was working at the uh, um, Medical Association. This is one of my last jobs ever. And I was the director of training the director of wellness and the director of retirement. That was all under the title. And so I was running the retirement programs in terms of the big luncheons, the big events. So we, they'd retire these. And so what the really fun part of that job was that we'd go to the best hotels downtown and we'd, we'd do test lunches. You know, we're going to have 100 people or 200 people. What do you have? And so we'd just uh, have these really great lunches. I'd come back, I'd fall asleep. But the point being is that what our, our grand prize was if you work there for 50 years, 50 years, 
they gave you, get this, a trip around the world. Cheese o pizza pie. I know. I know. Oh man. I know. I thought, what kind of crazy gift is that? Of course, at that point, you need like wheelchair assistance if you're well, a well, because <laughs> you could be like eighty years old. I was say. <laughs> you got to be a pretty spry because that would mean you'd probably be in your seventies. Not that those, you know, not the seventies no. are spry, but there's a lot of seventies seven right. year olds who maybe not. Who, anyway, um, it's that's not a, a hike. You're not yeah, hiking you're around hiking. the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right, so Chris, do we have any? Well, I'm so excited to do these yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah, are you ready for the first question? I am ready. Okay, this one is yay for me in Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Detroit. <laughs> oh, Detroit. <laughs> for those of us from the Midwest, but go ahead. <laughs> I know this is going to sound bad, but we have a secret Santa recognition program at work, and I want to nominate myself. Okay. It's a quarterly event, and this quarter's prize are sold-out concert tickets. It's the queen, and so I'm really, I really, really want to go. I'm a customer service rep, and I've got more than enough examples of me helping customers solve product issue problems, so I really am worthy of recognition. And, I, and, I, and I've gone without, gone without it for almost four years. Is this so bad? Signed again, yay for me. In Detroit. <laughs> First of all, Chris, I don't think there's a band called The Queen. It's probably Queen. <laughs> no, I think she's saying, I think she's referencing The Queen, meaning that this this artist is so, it is The Queen. Oh, so, so is it maybe Aretha Franklin or who, uh, who it, knows? It, I got to go with, I was going to go with Beyonce. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I, I would, I would that. see that. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so now I'm really curious about what the concert is. But anyway. <laughs> right, well, but I was just thinking the queen, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, here's the thing. If is this I, so bad? What do you think? I, I actually don't have a problem with this whatsoever. I got to be honest. Like, if right. I didn't nominate myself for things, I'd never win anything. Like, if I didn't right. nominate myself for stuff, like, if you're going to wait for other people to nominate you, then you right. might be waiting a very long time. Right. Right. So, you know, I don't really have a problem with this. The stakes are really small, so I don't see any downside uh, to nominating yourself. Unless, however, it's foreboding. Like if it's mm. forbidden, if it's against the rules to do that, then you might want to think twice because you don't want to be that person that breaks the rules for concert tickets if it's like really a rule. So if it is against the rule, then my advice would be to reach out to one or several of her customers uh, or whoever is eligible to nominate. I know if it's customers that have to nominate you or colleagues and ask them to do it. Like say, hey, please, really love if you could do this. I really want to see this concert. You know, just be honest and, you mm -hmm. know, beg a little bit. It's also helpful if you do that, if you go that route, to write the nomination yourself. It's sort of mm. like when somebody asks you for a letter of recommendation, you should always provide them with a draft to make it easy. You want to make it as easy for that other person to nominate you as possible. Links, topics, everything. And then, you know, if they kind of have an ha, you could offer to give them your other ticket. Like, <laughs> you know, you could sweeten that pot if you guys both want to go see the queen of whatever music genre you're talking about. Uh, so that's, 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 that's why I have to say either go ahead and do it yourself or find someone to do it for you. I I can't argue with any of your advice. I'm in complete agreement. I, I was really of, of two minds initially because I think, I, but I do think essentially this isn't bad. 
Um, but I can't, I was thinking back to high school, I can't see myself nominating myself to becoming homecoming queen or something like that, even though I think had I done it, it would have been a hoot. You know what I'm saying? And you might have won. And why wouldn't you nominate yourself for homecoming queen? Well, I, it, again, it, I have no, no problem with that. No, no. I, if I were the, if I were that kind of courageous, you know, then as I feel I am today relative to that, I think I would have done it. Right. But now, the other point, too, that was mentioned in this, she hasn't gotten any recognition in four years. Yeah. So I think she's due, right? Yeah. I think she has a track record. I, I you know, th So there must be some criteria to consider. And to your point, I love that your point, call some of the customers and have you know nudge them in the direction, right? I don't think she should feel bad. And um, another thing was interesting. I think we can make this a, an experiment because I think they should have uh, three groups. They should have a group of customer reps that can, uh, can nominate themselves. Another group that is can only be nominated by by customers, and a third group we pay no attention to at all. <laughs> what, what do you mean we pay no attention to it all? There's no nomination. There's no there's no reward for nominating. There's no there's no customer. There's no f sort of um, there's no tie to anything. It's absent. Oh, got and it. I'm, we need a control group, is what my. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so yes. yeah. You know, I think that's not a bad idea. I like yeah, it. Because then I was thinking about okay, then what what. Then at the end of some period of time with these three distinct groups, because these are customer service reps, they might be working remotely anyway, so we can do this in a way that sort of does that. What we could find out is, does retention change or does uh, does um, productivity increase? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if that plays at all with that, because I think people are too, uh, going back to who you are, Mary, I think most people are too miserly with with their with their rewards yeah i think and so too and so why not we why don't we have you know let's see if we can bump this up to have these not why quarterly why not monthly and why not you know to the point and why not spread it around for everybody yeah so i agree. I, did, I did have one question though because it wasn't in her her uh, her uh, question here is but how did she nominate herself without being known She's nominating herself. Yeah, see, that's where we need some more information on yeah, the process right. of it, like exactly. on the process of it. So um, yeah. whether it's, you know, if, if it's just like, you know, a Google form that they don't track you or SurveyMonkey or something right. like that, you don't really know. But, yeah. you know, I think when the stakes are small like this, you know, nah. uh, nominate yourself. Nominate yourself. I'm, I'm with you. And if she does win, she should set the word out there to get more nominations out there for her other colleagues. I agree. I agree. So, All right, well, that we solved easy. that. That was easy peasy. That was easy. Thank you very much. In detois. Detois. If you're enjoying the show, please let us know. Give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends to tune into Cubicle Confidential. Are you ready for number two? Number two. Let's do it. Okay. This is Treats Not the Trick in Tampa. <laughs> okay. I love that. <laughs> I feel awful. One of our sales reps blew past everyone this month with beating the numbers, and so I sent her a $100 gift certificate at a Hershey store. Hmm. I knew she was going to New York, and I thought, since she's going to be in Times Square, she'd like to be able to visit their flagship. I had fun shopping there when I was in New York. Well, it turned out badly. Not only <laughs> is she pre-diabetic, but she said she's been struggling with her weight for years and this certainly hasn't helped. I was told through other coworkers that she felt it was mean and that I was assuming because she's full-figured, she wants candy. Any way I can repair the damaged? <laughs> Sign, 
tricks, not the, oh, I'm sorry, treats, not the trick in Topeka. Oh, no, wait, I have Tampa. I have, I have two different answers. Huh. Well, maybe she moved. Maybe she moved. Or maybe you just <laughs> maybe you just wrote it down wrong. I could have were, written it down wrong. That sounds like I'm me. guessing that's probably what happened. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, I did. So first of all, awkward. Oh, yes. Dead Onion says, what? Like, this is awkward. This is a big, huge ouch. Like, this yeah. is... Ah, I feel for her. And it also reminds me of the old adage, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So before I kind of actually get to her question, I I will say this. Like, I am a huge chocolate lover, Mm -hmm. but not even I am going to want a $100 gift gift card (laughs) to Hershey. Like, really? I just, I think... I think this is an example of buying a gift that you would like and assuming other people would like it. Like, yeah, that's a good point. This, I just think that was a stupid gift. Unless this woman, <laughs> I do, I think it was a stupid gift unless this woman has like a thousand little children running around who are going to mm-hmm. like go have fun. So, um, so here's the thing. I think, I think treats, not the trick. Um, we'll just call her treats. I think her intention was good. It was yes. her impact that wasn't, right? And so right. I do think she ought to go clean this up um, in some way. I think she needs to do something to repair the situation. Uh, because what she did is she gave a gift that was more meaningful to her, but not really mm-hmm. meaningful to the to the recipient. And mm-hmm. we've all been there before. So I think I think that she does need to clean this up. So Here's what I would do. I would literally go and have a conversation with her and say, you know, I am so sorry. I realized I gave you a gift that was tone deaf. Uh, my thinking was, I love, I love this place and I inadvertently assumed everybody else would love it too. But mm-hmm. I realized it probably wasn't necessarily the right gift for you. So, you know, so own it and then say, um, you know, so please let me replace that gift with something more meaningful for you and give her something else. So hopefully you paid attention to something that might help help her, uh, maybe or not help her, but be meaningful to her. Like maybe a gift card to a department store is almost always universally easy or a visa check card. Like the credit card companies have those mm-hmm. gift cards or even to a restaurant like chain, like, you know, one of those like Landry's or something that has like a lot of different options. But I would go apologize, mea culpa, uh, tell the, tell her you were tone deaf and then offer her another another reward. award. I think, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're doing too many shows together because I have nothing to disagree with you on this because I, I totally get you there. It was well intended. It, it was just a misfire, a clear misfire. Yeah. And, and I get her point though, but she, she wasn't saying so. I don't know if she was saying so much the Hershey store. She was saying, I enjoyed the experience in New York. You're going to New York. You might enjoy the experience that I had. Yeah. And we share that. Yeah. So I think if she had pictures of that event that she could share with her and say, this is the kind of, this is why I did it. It was so much yeah. fun. And we did all the, you know, look at what we did. Look, I stood next to, you know, the big M&M, you know, that sort of thing. So I think, but I, I agree with you. I think the gift would be uh, get a gift. They're going to New York. You get something that's classic New York, maybe a carriage ride, although I don't know what that costs anymore. But to your point, a, a gift certificate of somewhere shopping. I even thought maybe a, a, a Broadway show. Yeah. You know, something. As long as it's not a revival of either Dream Girls or Hairspray. <laughs> or Cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but here, but this actually opens up a larger, a larger subject. Like, so like, it's really important to understand people like to be recognized in different ways. Yes. So it's really important to get to know the people on your team. Um, if you are the person giving their rewards or awards, uh, and what really resonates for them. Uh, yes. and, and paying attention to people is really important. It's like, um, have you ever read that book about the five love languages? 
No, I didn't read the book, but there was a version of it for work, right? Yes, there's a version. So basically, yeah. the guy, the guy's brilliant. I can't remember his name, uh, but he wrote this book, People's Five Love Languages. And then it's so popular, he's like, well, let me turn this into love languages at work. And right. so these are his love languages. And um, one is um, words of affirmation, and these can mm -hmm. work for workplace or for personal words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, tangible gifts, or physical touch. Uh, so in physical mm. touch, you're not going to necessarily do that in the workplace. But um, of those five love languages, Chris DeSantis, which one is yours? Uh, which one do I engage with others in? No, or which, which ones one? do you want? What's your love language? If oh, I want right. to show you how much I love you, do I give you words of affirmation? Do I spend quality time with you? Acts of service, tangible gifts, or physical touch? I think quality time probably would be the most uh, appealing to me. If I'm going to be working with you over time, I want to know who you are. Okay. And so, and that's, I think that's the way to go. My experiences with physical objects has been um, out of catalogs. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? When they, when they give you this reward, they say, okay, well, you've been here three years. Let's look and see what you can get for three years of here. You know what I'm saying? Three years of yeah, service. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't find any of that. Well, what's um, your personal love language of those five? You mean the one I would do for others? No, the one that you want. Is it the same? Oh, the one that I would want? I, I think quality time I would want yeah. quality time. I, I like that. I am acts of service all day long. Like, I don't want you to physically touch me. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah, really I don't. care about quality time. Um, words of affirmation is my second. Like, tell me I'm fabulous mm. and tell me how much you appreciate me. But like, my husband knows the way to my heart is like emptying the dishwasher or like making me lunch, like the, the acts of service. Oh, I see that acts of service. I was thinking the other way, acts of service that, that, that they would do an, an act of service not on your for you on your behest, but rather for name you. you as the act of service that they're doing for another, like uh, Habitat for Humanity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh no, I'm going to go about and build a house for you. No, don't do that. Do something for me, like build yeah, my I house. <laughs> yeah, build my house. Build my house. Build my house. No, I, that's good. I think I think that's really good. I like that five languages. It's although it's very that's a book. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, that, that's yeah. a paragraph. <laughs> it's a paragraph. But you know what? It's still a great idea and it makes a great conversation. And I think it's really helpful for people. And well, you yeah. can use this like in the workplace. I mean, you're not going to do physical touch. And he has it for the workplace and he kind of redescribes it as something. But, you know, if people, if you find out like what do people like, like what's their recognition form of love language, like I know for my people, like what what's meaningful for them, like knowing their hobbies, knowing this, it can be just one way. It's a fun conversation. Well, the, you know, this physical touch thing is interesting. I, I looked into that. You uh, people, waiters and waitresses can make more money if they touch the customer. But if they touch the safest place to touch a human being is on the upper arm, uh, right between the shoulder and the elbow, and and a, and a brief little touch there. Interestingly enough, they get better tips as a consequence of that. Yeah. Human beings are wired for social touch and social interaction. You know, doctors get sued much less if they just, if they touch the patient's hand or if they hold the hand briefly or they put their hand in the forehead, like little things like that make a huge difference. They also get sued a lot less if they tell the truth that they made a mistake. Yeah, that's exactly right. We should do I a show a just for doctors. Hey, yeah, before we go on to the next question, have you ever given an awkward gift? Given yes yes <laughs> well I have now uh, I, it's my book because I say I thought of you when I wrote this. <laughs> uh, for listeners, if you don't know, my book is called "Why I Find You Irritating." So 
Oh my God. Did you really do that to somebody? Yes, That's hilarious. Thought, yeah. Cause I, I, it wasn't cause the, the book is about generational differences listeners. So I was talking, I was referencing generational difference, but the title says why I find you irritating. So there's oh an awkward God. moment. I had to explain. That's funny. Um, I think that's really funny. I once gave a gift that was misinterpreted. Uh, I was meeting with a colleague of mine, uh, a very prominent person in our community. And we were just chit-chatting and we, we weren't having lunch. We were just meeting in her office doing a catch-up. And she was saying how she just is so busy all the time that she doesn't eat very well and has bad eating habits and just doesn't, you know, she goes mm-hmm. out there without eating, then she like eats the wrong things. And that was just part of the conversation. And I was like, you know, you need to be kinder to yourself. Like you need to, you know, keep like some healthy snacks in here. Uh, and so I sent her a box of kind bars uh, mm-hmm. because in my mind, it was like, be kind to yourself. Right, and by right. the way, here's and some, they're healthy. And they're healthy. And if you don't have time for lunch one day, have a bar. Well, I found out, I found out via a third party that she thought I was calling her fat, that she thought like oh, I was- full figured uh, thing. She was a little full figured. And mm. and I, I did nothing about it because I didn't hear from her right. third hand, but I was like, because in my mind, we talked about being kind to yourself. So I thought the kind right. bars were kind. very clever. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was too. Yeah. And she was offended. She's wow. a little offended. Uh, well, uh, clearly she's sensitive to that yeah. whole thing. So, again- Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. What can you do? Yeah. Wrong language of love with her. I did the wrong language of love. <laughs> if you have a workplace question, hey, people, we're here to help. Email us to info at cubicleconfidential.com. We'd love to hear from you. Speaking of love, you ready for a little more love here? The, the last question? I would love to hear the last question. I, I like this title. Uh, for your sneers of service. <laughs> In Raleigh, <laughs> people are really on their game with their uh, with their titles. My country, uh, my company gives longevity awards for every five years of service. They start out small and they get bigger with time. Our older workers really appreciate them, but our younger workers think they are prehistoric. <laughs> Just because you've been here a long time doesn't mean you deserve an award for sitting around for 25 years. Is it time to stop this or am I throwing out the baby with the bathwater? Once more, for your sneers of service in Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is interesting, which makes me think about the trip around the world. Um, So I I can see this from Mm -hmm. the young person's perspective. It, it, It can feel kind of meaningless to them. It also reminds me of that like stupid attendance award they used to give out oh, in grade yeah. school, perfect you know, attendance. like like you got perfect attendance for the year. And I always right. thinking, because I'm never going to get that, I'm always thinking, who f-ing cares? Like really, like you get an award <laughs> for just showing up? Showing like, up. please, that's pathetic. Yeah. Um, but I can also see this from the employer's perspective, right? Because for the employer, like this is one way to show appreciation for people who have been loyal and dedicated and committed for many years. And that's a really important thing for employers is to have like uh is to have high retention for people that really come to work fully every day for many years so i i can i can see that and that to me like this award really feels more ab- about appreciation really yes. than reward like i just want to say how much I appreciate that you've given your work life to me. Uh, yes. So I don't think there's anything wrong with showing appreciation for longevity. The problem is, 
if it's the only thing that they reward, right? right. So you got to be careful with that. So my advice is to keep the service award, but add another type of award that might be more meaningful to the younger set, like maybe an innovation award or or an award for who didn't complain the most award, <laughs> who made the least complaints. Like make something for the younger set, but I wouldn't take away the longevity award. No, no, no. And I, I also think this has to do with how, um, where you are in your life. I, I looked up career builders and I, that was an interesting about average length of time in, in the, each of these generational groups. Gen Z, of course, hasn't been there very long. So they spend about two years on the job on average. Uh, millennials uh, who are age 25 to 40 right now, they spend about two years and nine months. Gen Xers who are about 41 to 56, they spend about five years and two months on a job. And boomers who are 57, about 75, they spend an average of about eight years and three months on a job. So the point being is there is a, a bias towards uh, an older generation just because they've been there longer. And I think it makes sense. Uh, younger workers are going to sh shift jobs with greater frequency because it's earlier in their career. They're so never winning the perfect attendance award. No, so so and they're still finding their way and and they don't have family so and and they lack inertia on the job, you know what I'm saying? And so all of those things uh sort of think they're thinking, well, why would I stay here when there's so much of the world out there? So I I I think it's no wonder that they might look poorly on this. I also think to your point is a simple recognition of being present is not sufficient. I like the idea that you've said is let's bring another category of reward here. Or let's expand on this category saying, what did you do in your years yeah. of service? And then we add to the add to this award because we recognize the performance aspect as well. So I, I think that's it. I think it's a win-win when you sort of I also like having a lot more you know, diverse awards. Diverse awards. I mean, you know, there could be awards in the moment. Like, what is the most clever thing that was said this week? That was by so and so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think and people respond to that, right? I do I think so too. And if there are more awards in this young person's or this person is just getting grief from the young people about this one award, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. So if this is nah. just some one thing that, that, you know, a millennial or a Gen Z is complaining about, like, let it go as long as we have other things. I was listening to a radio program. Uh, I think it was NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And they mm -hmm. uh, were talking about the study that was done in Japan where this consulting firm went and they interviewed 300 uh, corporations in Japan to ask them if they had, if every of, every one of these companies has some, at least one old man who does no work at all at the company. <laughs> 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 and I thought that was so funny because when we were typing this show, I was like, "What was yeah. the result? Do you know?" Yeah, like almost like one percent of them had at least one old man, and they even phrased it like one old man who does nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, these are salary men, right? These are salary these, men, yeah. exactly. And that's that they they reward uh, sort of this longevity, yeah. and that's part of parcel. Although they're still they're moving away from that model themselves, yeah. they're slow too. But that but goes to your point, which is like, if this is your only award, like you better think yeah. again. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, oh, you know what? Funny. I would like to reward our listeners by wrapping this up. For <laughs> they have done a nice job listening to us babble for 31 minutes. So I think we're going to say thank you uh, to our listeners for hanging out with us today. Uh, thank you to Chris and Jack, our producers. Well, Jack, of course, is our over as our underpaid overworked uh, executive producer Chris is just filling in now and then uh, if you have a workplace question or a cubicle dilemma please let us know no questions too easy no questions too hard there are tons of ways you can
can reach us. You could email us to info at cubicleconfidential.com. You could tweet us at cubicleconfide1 or find us on LinkedIn, Chris DeSantis or Mary Abijay, or you got it, Cubicle Confidential. So until we see you next week, work hard, be kind, thank others. And if you can't, call us. All right. See you next time.